Welcome to Pieces of Princess. So, I decided to um, start recording my inner thoughts, um, ideas, goals, just kind of like anything that's going on with me. I'm a thinker, and so I'm usually thinking in the car when I'm driving or in the shower, um, or really just if I'm working and it's quiet. My brain never stops, like I'm always thinking about something. And sometimes that becomes overwhelming. So I had the bright idea like, hmm, my cousin has a podcast and I listened to a couple of her episodes and it just was very refreshing, inspiring. She gives so much information on different topics. Um, and I was like, maybe, you know, I should do a podcast just to get my thoughts out, you know, out of my head. And maybe, you know, I can go back and listen to them and start checking off to-dos and things like that. I don't know. I really don't have, um, I don't want to say an expectation, but a point maybe. I don't know what to say. I don't know. But, like, I can't say, oh, this show, or not show, this podcast is going to be all about health or all about, you know, spirituality. Like, no, it's about me. Um, and what's going on with me. So whatever that entails, family, friends, work, my dog, whatever. Um, I just want to just talk, you know. So here I am. So P Pieces of Princess comes from me being referenced as a princess. Um, you know, people say I'm prissy, I'm, I'm diva-ish, I'm bougie all kind of stuff and i'm none of that so if you ever hear someone say that about me like it's not true so princess kind of stuck <laughs> i liked it all things pink make me think of princess and pink is my favorite color so pieces of princess came from a business that i started that has kind of morphed into you know all kinds of stuff and it's really a reflection of me and my colorful self um you know arts crafts i hand make a lot of things i tend to think i'm very creative and so i started a business and the business is on etsy pieces of princess if you want to check it out um but yeah so pieces of princess kind of like this umbrella and it, and it's just me giving you pieces of who i am and what i'm about that's kind of how i thought of it and when i thought of the name i didn't want to put anything I put my name on business-wise in a box. So I figured Pieces of Princess, like I said, it's pieces of me. So it could be me selling hair. It could be me selling shoes and clothes. It could be me blinging out um, cell phone cases. It could be me, you know, making body fragrance oils or lotions, shea butters, creams, pieces of me. Like, you know, so I feel like it's nothing that I can't do and put it under that name. So that's kind of how that came about. Um, so yeah, right now, what's going on with me? I have a lot going on actually. Um, just found out I'm graduating with my bachelor's next month. I just literally found out a couple days ago. And you probably be like, okay, shouldn't you already know when you're graduating? No, it hasn't been that easy for me. I've had to take semesters off, I've had to take a year off, I've had to, um, put me my priorities and what's important to me on the back burner for others 
So it's taken me some time to get this bachelor's degree. It seemed like the closer I got, the harder it became financially, you know, running out of financial aid and then having to use, you know, student loans and just, man, you know, my aunt passing away unexpectedly. So much happened, like, from the start of this degree to now. I don't even know how I'm still standing. Well, yeah, yes, I do. My aunt who passed, you know, I decided to... We were really close, first of all. Um, she's my mom's sister, and they're everybody called them twins, but they're not twins. They're, uh, what, 13 months apart, I think. Something like that. But, um yeah you know and, and we were more like sisters i would say not like me disrespecting her a while and out or nothing like that but just being able to talk to her about everything and hang out with her drink with her party with her and still having that respect for her i still reference her as auntie i still didn't curse in front of her and things like that but i knew she was real cool and if i needed to talk to her or auntie let's go grab a drink like she down for it so her 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 passing was tough for all of us and um man i i was like man f this degree i really was like it was just too much too much stuff has happened but when she passed away i knew that she would beat the hell out of me if i did not finish this degree um she was very supportive and proud you know um so yeah when she passed i said you know i'm a persevere i'm gonna push through this degree i don't care what roadblock come in my in my face in my way i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna dedicate it to my aunt and so after that it was still hard sometimes but man i all i could just when as soon as i think about her and a promise that i made i got my shit together and man oh man i'm talking about i fell in class the same class two and three times having to pay out of state tuition not knowing how i'm gonna pay for the next semester it's, it's man okay so anyway <clears throat> yeah so i mean i'm super fucking excited to be graduating next month like literally you just don't understand so aside from that <laughs> um what else? I'm also going through the process of having bariatric surgery. Um, moving back home, and I've been back for about four years, I've gained 30 pounds. I've never in my life been this size. Um, I don't even know how to deal but usually and i'm thick like i always been thick and and good with it but you know usually if i do I, I always could tell when i'm gaining by my pants um you know if i don't have that muffin top i'm good but if that must start peeling over i'm like okay five to ten pounds or something like that and i could lose it even if i've added more and say you know what let's do 20 let's do you know but i could lose it never was a problem go back to regular then boom they come back boom get rid of it this time absolutely not no ma'am pam them 30 pounds that i have gained is still sitting on my body and climbing like you know i'll go up i'll lose like five pounds ten pounds or something like that and then boom i, I gain them back 
so I'm just like I don't know what it is but yeah so I don't know I'm 41 when I hit 40 something a light switched on I read it not read it that ain't even a word <laughs> I got rid of all things negative energy friends people places things all things negative you 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 out of there and so I don't know if it's maybe just maturity or just a second layer uh, another realm I don't know what happened but things changed when I hit 40 um and people have said it like I heard people say oh when you hit 30 oh when you hit it oh you know so maybe you know they were right and it comes with it but yeah that weight didn't won't go nowhere um I was over the negative energy the negative people the bullshit the drama like done so I've just like this like this past year because I'm 41 now I just been kind of cleaning up a little bit and like getting into my own head and trying to figure out what I want to do, where I want to go, who I want to, you know, have in my life, who I don't, just cleaning house upstairs. Because, you know, it starts with your mental, I feel like. I feel like once you get that cleared up and in check, everything else falls in place. And that's what seems to be happening. And it's not an overnight process. And it's not an easy process. You know, because you really like kicking people out your life who you genuinely care about. And they probably been there for a long time. So it hurts to end those relationships. But in, in the end, it's going to feel real good when you don't have that negative energy no more. When you don't have that drama no more. You know, that jealousy and that make you feel bad because you're doing a little bit better right now. You know, like, I'm so over all of that like i can't if i work for it shit okay i did that you ain't nothing hurting you or stopping you or holding you back you can do it too so why you you know and your friends got a funny way your so-called friends i guess you could say have a funny way of hating on you or, or projecting that negative energy towards you and covering it up so well so well they know they have hidden agendas they know they feel some kind of way a little jealousy a little envy or whatever you know but they have a way of cup it'll be something like you want to go out for a promotion they know you qualified they know you've earned that spot so instead of encouraging you and supporting you genuinely 100 they do it in a way to make you think they are when really in the background no they ain't you know um do you really i mean you deserve it and all you you did that you did that but do you really want that do you know what come with that that promotion all the drama all the headache you're gonna have to do this make decisions you know do you is that really something you prepared for because you know either way i'm here for you either way you know what i'm saying if you choose to take it well, i'm gonna ride with you if not i'm gonna ride with you that right there i see clear through that now before you know i'm like okay cool because your your first thought when it comes to your friend is not a negative thought you ain't thinking that they hating on you or they you know plotting on your downfall or they literally stabbing you in the back you ain't thinking that so i don't know it doesn't happen to me 
one too many times and I'm just fucking over and done. Like I cannot. And like I said, it hurt at first because you genuinely love them, but they really genuinely didn't love you. So really it's no sweat off their back. The only sweat off their back, if there is some, is how they benefiting by being your friend. That's another thing. These crabs and leeches suck on and, and freaking hold on for dear life, sucking the life out of you until there's nothing left. And then they move on to the next. And that's something I've dealt with for so long. Because, you know, I'm the type of person, I'm a giver. I'm a Capricorn. You know, I'm down for you. I'm loyal. You need it. I got it. We good. No matter what. And, you know, you don't always get that in return. And not that I'm looking for, ever look for that in return. It's nice to have it. But I do what I do because it, come, it comes from the heart and I want to do it. But... <clears throat> You know, and people will suck the freaking life out of you. And I'm 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 an open book pretty much. I try to be very transparent. I try to be myself. Um I try to put myself in other people's shoes. I try to be optimistic. Like that's just how I am. So when I have when I have a friend or whoever, you know, I, I feel like um if they say you know, I need help with this or my resume or how should I go talk to the boss about this or how should I deal with it? Whatever they coming to me for. How, you know, I want to start a business. Can you help me out? Whatever. I'm going to give them more than enough information. Like they could literally ask me one question about something. That one question will lead to 20 other answers to, to that one question. Um... Because I want to make sure you got it. I want to make sure you cover this and, you know, make sure you're thinking about that. And, you know, just in case this happened, you know, that's me. I'm going to make sure you straight. So, people get so much out of me. Like, not so much financially. Like, I'm not talking about that. Because usually that's the most thing people complain about with crabby friends. But, no, I'm not one to, to really give out my coins. Um, if, a per if my friend or whoever, you know, came to me and was like, hey... You know, can I borrow this or whatever? I'll I'll do it. And whether they have to pay me back, it just depends. If the spirits say let them keep it, they keep it. But if the spirit don't tell me that, give me my coins back. But I don't do that too much. Like, people don't really come to me with that. Because most of the time when your friends, come, your crappy friends coming to you to borrow money, they have no intentions on paying you back. And I ain't that friend. If you owe me, oh, you're going to pay me. So... They already know. Don't come at me with that. But, <clears throat> like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm i not, so I'm not saying, like, okay, yeah, all of it is about finances. It's really not even about that at all. It's just my experience, my knowledge, my education, my resources, my, you know, all of that. Like, I get used to a lot of when it comes to that. But I don't, at the time, I don't be feeling like I'm being used because I'm happy to be helping you. So I don't mind. But then when I see that they have taken my kindness for a weakness and it's only a withdrawal and not a deposit, I got a problem with that. So yeah, um, I'm just kind of cleaning house and really like making sure I'm good. 40 to me... I don't know. I always felt like when I hit 40, that, you know, that's the other side. Not like I'm going down the hill like they try to make you feel like, but just the other side of life. Like all the 
negative bullshit drama immaturity being used being taken for granted all that need to be on that side because by 40 you really need to have your shit together so i always was like that's the other side so i've been really and, and i felt that you know what i'm saying when i hit 40 i felt like things needed to change i wasn't quite sure what but you i i, I can't say you i felt different so yeah um outside of that like that brought brings me to talk about like i said the weight um just you know i don't know at, like but i thought it was dang i done hit 40 now i can't even lose weight no more and i was beating myself up about it because you know i said oh your metabolism slow down this and the third so i had my first appointment on this weight loss journey today i had the appointment at eight o'clock this morning and it was good i met with the um nutritionist and she put me in this machine called the bipod i had never heard of it had never seen it i was kind of freaked out about it because i didn't know what it did but it looked like it closed up like a space shuttle um yeah it, it, i don't know so and then when they made the appointment they were like, bring a bathing suit, a swimsuit. So I'm like, am I going swimming? The lady's like, no, we just need your body measurements. So I was like, okay. So I came with my little bathing suit. They gave me a swim cap to put on. The lady's like, um, I don't know if your hair is going to fit in the swim cap. I was like, well, I don't know either because I don't wear them. <laughs> so she was like, we'll make it fit or can that come off? Like, how are you just going to automatically assume my hair is not my hair? But we let that slide. So I said, no no she's like oh you have it like weaved in i don't really know what weaved in me sewn in she tried and i kind of knew what she was talking about so i said yeah it's not coming off i'm not gonna take my wig off so put that cap on and let's get it so yeah i got in a little machine it was cold you just sit in there she tell you not to move and breathe normally I'm sitting in there like, what the hell? Why I got to put a um, swim cap on? Is it going to shoot water in my face or something? Like, I was in that thing tripping. It was about 40 seconds the first time. And then she said, hold on. We got to do it again. I guess they do it two times to make sure they have, like, a legit reading. And then that was 40 more seconds. So, it locked, too. Like, when you get in there, it locked. And it had a sign in there that says, under your left leg is the emergency lever to release the door. So, you literally, like, locked in there for real. So I was like, yeah, let's get this over with because I ain't really feeling this. Uh, but it was cool. I mean, people who claustrophobic might kind of really be like, uh-uh. But it's not long, so I think anybody could get through the process. So anyway, the machine read my, um, my weight. Now I'm sitting down. It read my weight. It read my um, metabolic, what is it called? metabolic rate like how i said oh my metabolism probably done slowed down because i can't lose weight that's where that comes from that number which i never knew what my number was so this was pretty cool so it read that it read my bmi you know and it broke it down like this is how much of your body your weight is fat and this is how much of your weight is uh muscle or whatever so I'm at like 52. Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna grab the paper actually.
Okay, so and it's two pages. Like it's real, like for real, legit, like dead ass. They wasn't playing with you. So it has your name, your age, your gender, your height, um, your ethnicity, the date, you have a test number, um, your body composition. So this is embarrassing, but whatever. My, my, cause I'm, a, I'm gonna document like this whole process for real. Like I'm, I'm really gonna document it. So my age is 41. My height is 5'7". I weigh 259 pounds, which is so fucking embarrassing to say because, like I said, I've... Well, when I say I've never... Non-pregnant. When I was pregnant with my daughter, who's now 14, I think my highest weight was like 278 from like 225, 230. So I gained a lot of weight with her. We ate real good, honey, and I was good and big and ready to go by the time it was over. But, um, and then I have a son. He's 22. And I was 19. I was fresh out of high school when I had him and his dad. Um, and I was like 178 when I had him and after I had him 88 98 I was like 202 or something like that because I didn't gain a whole lot of weight with him but um yeah so that showed like I have to get I gained weight from my first baby to my second baby but when my second baby um and they had the same dad but when we had her um I was 28 so from what 19 and then 28 it was like eight years eight something like that anyway um because they're eight years apart so anyway um yeah so with Bru my baby I got back from 277 or 272 270 something to back to like 230 and from 05 when i had her um 05 when i had her up until four years ago which would be eight, I mean, 18 17 15, 2015 so so 10 years i maintained that weight and um you know so i, I struggled like because basically from my son, I gained from, like, just say, let's just say 200. So 200 to 230, 225, 230. I always want to get back, get those 30 pounds off pretty much and get back to the 200. That was always my goal after I had my daughter. So then when I get here, in four years, I've gained 30 pounds. So not only do I have the problem of the extra 30 pounds, I also still got those thirty, those other 30 pounds sitting back there that I want to get off. So now instead of 30 only, it's 60 pounds to get to 200. Man, I have never in my life, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I, and I can tell, like, <clears throat> since I've gained the weight, I'm, even though I've always been thick, I didn't have a problem with it. Now, we all have areas we want to tone up, whether you thick and still, you know, look good or whatever. You still, we just never satisfied. So it was stuff I still wanted to tone up or, you know, change or whatever. But I wasn't obsessing over it. So now, 
with the additional oh yeah i'm i'm obsessing i've been i don't want to say depressed but i've been down in the dumps about it and it affects a lot of different areas it affects like me not having energy not wanting to do anything you know um not being as active as i used to being moody and grouchy because i looked in the mirror and saw myself like you know being mean spirited sometimes just because i'm not happy with myself self-esteem going down your confidence going down like and especially not being that person before it, it's hard like it weighs on your mental and you do all you know i did all these fat diets and stuff and yeah, I would lose 20 pounds, 25 pounds. And then boom, after a couple months, I stop and it come back. And the yo-yo thing, like, over that. And then, um, I, you know, I was like, fuck this. I've tried. God knows I've tried. Have I been like a jam rat? No. Have I been this ultimate beast just getting it? No. But have I pushed myself sometimes? Yes. Have I really put forth an effort? Yes. So, fuck it. I make an appointment to my doctor. Because I'm just tired of dealing with it. Like I said, I'm working on my mental. And trying to make sure it's in check. So, if I'm upstairs in my head about my weight and how I look. And oh, my face so fat. And I can't even wear my clothes. All these clothes I got, I can't even wear them. My mental not going to get in check until my health, my weight get in check. And I'm just not going to sit around and wait until 10 years pass by. And then I'm looking back like, I remember it was only 60 pounds. Now it's, you know, 90 pounds. Hell no. So, I made an appointment to my doctor. And I wasn't even bullshitting with him when I went in there. And I was just straight up. Like, I need to do some blood work on me. And... I need, uh, yeah, I need to do some blood work and I need to um, talk about weight loss management. So we talked and he basically was like, you done done everything. Everything I named you've done is, you know, ain't no point of basic wasting my time or his. So he was like, you ever thought about bariatric surgery? Yes. So we talked about it that same day. He sent me down um, to get um, my blood work done. And then he put the referral in for all the people that needed to contact me. And they didn't waste any time. They started calling me. I think I got a call maybe that same day. And then every day after that until I got stuff scheduled. So the nutritionist is who I met with today who gave me this information. Um, so that's my first appointment. And then I'll just... Every time I have an appointment, I'll just say what the appointment is or was and, you know, what what all happened. So, back to these numbers, 52.2% body fat. Um, when it comes to pounds, 135 pounds of my weight is fat. 124 pounds of my weight is, like, muscle. Um... So that's crazy. Like half of my body is no good. Um, so yeah. And of course they mark me as risky, obese and all of that. Um, but when it comes to my 
resting metabolic rate. I'm at 1700. And she said that 1700 is actually a good number for me because it says that I can still lose weight. I haven't plateaued and I can't use the excuse of, oh, my, my metabolism stopped and I can't lose weight. She was like, no, you can lose weight. You have a good number here. Um, so she basically told me what my calorie intake should be, which she suggested 1800, 18 to 2000. Um, but she said, you know, if I can, the 1800, if I can stick to that, I'll lose a pound a week, which equals out to 52 pounds a year. So when you think about it like that, you're like, damn. So basically when I told her what I ate for dinner last night, and I'm like, you would ask me on a bad night. It wasn't good for me because I came home starving. But anyway, um, she wanted to know what I ate all day. So that morning, I didn't eat anything. Um... And I, but I was sleeping. I don't really drink sodas a whole, whole lot like I used to. Maybe a couple a week. But when I went down to the vending machine, they did, I had, I was gonna, I usually get like a Coke Zero, um, which kind of find out she said that's not good. She'd rather me do Diet Coke. But anyway, um, the, uh, so yeah, they didn't have it. And I don't care for Diet Coke, I don't like the taste. So I got a regular Coke and then a few hours after that I was still at work and a friend of mine at work was eating both barbecue chips and I got a little bit on a napkin. I was like, oh my god, I just realized I haven't eaten lunch or breakfast, I'm starving. Like I didn't like it wasn't on my mind. I was so busy I didn't even think about it. So and usually my stomach be beating the hell out of me when I'm hungry. But no, it didn't set the alarm so when I got by the time I got off I was I was ready to go I was ready to eat um so I ended up coming home and I had I ordered um a steak <coughs> mashed potatoes french fries a brownie and a ice like a Sunday thing an ice cream thing and it was the mini because I was mad because it was so small. <coughs> but then when I thought about it, I was like, this is actually good because you don't need all of that. But yeah, so I ate uh, I ate that. And I usually don't eat like that. But I had been craving a steak. I had been craving mashed potatoes. And I was like, fuck it, tonight I'm going to just order it. And I wasn't even satisfied. Like, I didn't like how it looked. Like, they, the whole meal prep was off. So yeah, so she was like, oh, okay, so you had a lot of food last night. Basically, don't eat so heavy at night. Um, what else? She was like, if I would have, I could have ate the same thing and not had the soda that morning and the brownie, and that would have been 500 calories pretty much. And if I shave off 500 calories of whatever I'm eating on a daily basis, I'll be able to still lose the pound a week. You know, she kind of just kind of, you know, guessed at it or whatever. Because I don't eat a whole lot, but what I do eat is just not the best food. So I thought, okay, you know, that's doable. She gave me like 
she basically what I got like make healthier choices like she said instead of the mashed potatoes you probably could have had um a baked potato because now you're not consuming the cream the, sh the uh, sour cream the, the milk the ch you know all of the stuff you put in to make it taste good she was like so supplement it for not supplement well yeah supplement it for um a baked potato because you're probably just gonna put cheese on that with some scallions or whatever I was like, you know what? Hmm. So it's just really me just making better choices. And I already am so aware of all of this. Like, I know. I just got to get my mental aligned with what I know. And once I do that, I think I'll be really, really good. So anyway, I have to lose 10% of my weight, which is 25 pounds, before I have the surgery. So from today on, I have to... Um, lose 25 pounds however this is great motivation because if I don't lose them damn 25 pounds I don't get the surgery and I need it <laughs> so it's good motivation for me um, and I already went to the store and got some healthier not health well yeah healthier and better choice um, snacks because that's my thing so instead of a regular bag of variety chips I got the baked one I got some rice cakes um, I bought some ice drinks, so if I get the craving for that fizz, I'll drink those instead of the sodas. Um, yeah, so starting probably Monday, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I need to do. But yeah, so that's all I got for now. Um, leave you with that information, all of that. I know it's a lot to take in. But I'll be back with some updates and just me rambling on. So get used to it because I like to talk. I like to get these thoughts out. So I'm I'm glad you joined me. I hope you are here for the ride. And I'm so, so willing to give you pieces of princess. Until next time, take care. <laughs>